Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Friday. Yes, it's Friday, episode 641 of Coach Unplugged, our last last um, episode with Coach Blaine and practice planning and kind of diving into his his philosophy. But before we do that, I'd like to go over and check out Dr. Dis, the most versatile and technological um, shooting machine on the market. Um, it continues to change the game every day. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Also, what allows us to do the podcast, what allows us to give all the free resources, which allow us to be everywhere and anywhere is teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, I know there's some former members that listen to this podcast. If you listen, if you listen to the podcast and you want to help us out, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a night at McDonald's to help us keep these podcasts coming um, to connect with the coaches um, to get all the editing and you know, these things are not free. So, um, if you, if you like it, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for basketball coaches to become better, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. The shot clock's not going to affect my teams. I mean, literally I'm going to be able to count one hand the number of times the shot clock's going to be an issue of my team. But when you get to some of these small schools, the kids that maybe can't create, and the third player has the ball with seven seconds, you're going to have some horrible basketball, in my opinion. That's what, you know. Yeah, I agree with you. And then one of the arguments was about um, adding depth, developing more players. Well, if I'm at Benton and I got 74 kids, I'm playing all the ones I got. Right. Well, the first thing, they did the right thing for playing more kids. To go to halves makes me play more kids. Love it. Yeah. Love I, have it. No I, thought, I was problem. thinking of halves. Yeah. I, I have no problem of halves. I wasn't like, mm, I'm not sure about this when it started. It's making me play more kids, which is exciting for high school athletics. Perfect. I wish they gave me another timeout, one yeah. to, to burn somewhere. So I could, whatever, I'll keep fighting for that. But um, that, that had a reason for a rule. I'm not, I just don't see that. I don't, it's definitely not going to happen now, but there's not going to be any money left to put shot clocks in. So it's dead for a while. At least yeah, I agree. Uh, well, 
your your thought about the sorry, I was trying to look the, up the some kids stats creating or yeah, yeah. Um, just about the the halves because I'm Iowa still plays quarters, Illinois still plays quarters, Wisconsin. So we're recruiting all three of those states. I'd much rather go watch a game in Wisconsin. The flow is better. Yes, absolutely. And the, and, and, then, the, and the funny thing is, yes. I coach it like it's a college game. My best players coming out at some point. Yep. In the first half, I gotta rest my. I got mm-hmm. it. And like Cade last year was my point guard. I had to give him. I literally had to have assistants say, "You got to give him a minute or two in the first half, minute or two in the second half. You have to do it." Yeah, like Agreed. in the old days, she Wesley won't come off the floor. Like Jaron was playing the whole game if he yeah. could because he had but, breaks. You know, there was yeah, no we, problem with him getting. We won the state title with six guys. Yeah, but that's harder on a bigger court now. Yes, and, and with happy. with halves, it would be harder. It would be. Um, I was look when I was looking up here. You asked me how the the shot clock affected us. So we played. 2,583 half-court possessions. 90 of them, we took a shot with less than four seconds on the shot. Um, and I'll <laughs> bet you, if you took it those 90, I'll bet you 30 of those were when half. we were, right. or or we were running, it's end of game, and we're just running our, our fist yeah. play at eight, yeah. you know, with the lead. Um, yeah. So yeah, shot clock wasn't really, that's, I, I that's don't think, I, I don't think it's, and it doesn't really become, yeah, I don't think it become that big of a factor in high school either. I think it's just, yeah. I'm um, with you about the game being being unique, you know. It, right. I, I, let, let high school have its own game. Right. I mean, you saw some of my teams in like 5'9". Mm-hmm. I'll go up and down the court. But my last state tournament team in 2017, we literally wanted to beat you 42-48. Yeah. You know, 48-42. Yeah. Like, we were going to grind you. We were going to take a foot. Because that's what we could do. I, I had a great center. I, I had good guards that were serviceable. But we had size. We were going to grind you. That's what makes it great. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I don't know. I think they're all going to become vanilla. If it, they're all going to, all the styles are going to become very similar. You know, I love the NBA. I love the NBA. I haven't watched a game this year because all the teams are the same. They are until playoffs. Yeah. Yep. The best part of the, about the NBA is watching the last dance, but yeah. um, all right, let's, let's jump in. Let's jump into some questions I have. Um, sure. So if you could pick three things to do at practice, what would you do? Pick to do three things to do at practice? Yep, you can only, you can only do three things at practice. Oh, boy. Okay, so it's like I'm stuck on an island. What You're three stuck on an island. Yeah. And um, what, like, so for, for a young coach out there, they're thinking, okay, what do you think are the three most important things to do at practice? Sort not really involved in this question, but if you're a young coach and you're coaching alone, coach from the middle of the floor. Oh, I like that. Coach from the middle, so that if you get things going on everywhere, you can see them all. Anyway, because I, I I was I was that, and I yeah. learned that that I had to go coach. What three things you got to sh- you got to shoot, 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 shoot. And it's um, one of the things I'm terrible at, and I've gotten better at. It's like I forget about it, and it's like, yeah. and the reason the reason I got better at it is because I got a shooter in the house, and he would say, "Dad, man, we're not getting enough shots." Like I used to do, shoot. <laughs> I used to do like not exit, but I give them exit surveys. Um, I haven't done it in a while, but it'd be like, "What do we do well? What do we need? What do we need to do?" Shoot, we got to shoot more, coach. And inevitably, every year and every year, I'm not going to shoot more, and I never did. I know. Um, but yeah, shoot, you got to shoot. I think they got to be able to guard the ball. You can't play at the collegiate level if you can't guard the ball. Right. Like that's the difference between a kid playing D two D or the difference between the difference between the D two kid and maybe the D one kid or the mid major between the majors mm-hmm. how they can defend the ball. Like yeah, can you, absolutely because they can all like. There's D2 kids that can score with D1 kids, but they can't defend the person in front of them, you know? Yeah. And, I, and that get, cause it's hard now, cause you're talking about three things and you got to get into team concepts, but, and I guess 
the, the, the other one, man, is I would really, of course, if I'm a high school coach, I don't know if I get as worked up about closeout because there's going to be guys I don't care if we close them out. So guarding the ball and shooting, I think passing and catch. Um, I put footwork in because I think um, sure. I yeah. think footwork's yeah. horrible. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I would, well, right, I'd cheat because we do passing and catching and incorporate footwork into it. Yeah, I <laughs> do that. What would you uh, What would you tell your younger Um, You are nowhere near as smart as you thought you were. True. Oh, my God. I think I've become a worse coach every year. I think I know less <laughs> and less every year. Oh, man, I can remember being <laughs> 25 and thinking I invented the game. And, and at some point you realize, I don't know, anything. and then you, get, then you get to work and figure some things out and what works for you and what doesn't. And What's your favorite way to defend a ball screen? My favorite way is is the hard head. If it's a five, if if it's a five one five two, anything with a five. Okay. Uh, one one through four, we're going to switch. Oh, you are. Yeah, we switch everything one through four. I love switching because it um, makes them talked. But if if it's a five, we're gonna we're gonna hard head you. Back going back to high school when we ran the dribble drive, the teams that gave us the most trouble were the teams that switch. The teams that were gonna man up and and fight through them, we kicked their butts. Right, because you'd make that, you'd get the turn because you you're bet. good enough to get the turn. Yeah. What's your biggest challenge as a coach? Is that 22-mile drive ever a challenge? Only when it's snow. Okay. Um, yeah, I, no, the, the, no, I don't. Do you I, listen I don't to like pod- What do you do on that 22-minute drive? Do you listen to podcasts? Um, you co- recruit? What do you do? Um, you, I, I usually listen to, you know, I've got my playlist and, and I, I listen to my music. Although so it's, your I have, down, it's your downtime before you become yeah. come home. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and honestly, a lot of recruiting ends up at home. Okay. If, a great piece of advice I got from Lance Randall when I went from high school to college as, as the assistant, he said, you got to, there's got to be one night a week where you're dad and husband. Okay. There's got to be one night a week, you put the phone away. There's got to be one night a week. You're a dad and, and you're a husband. Um, I think as an assistant coach, you can do that as a head coach. Can't as much as I want to. Right. I'm, I'm coach 24 seven. Yeah. You're never um, off. And my kids know that and they, they still know how to, get into my life I and mean, right, like yeah, ignore yeah. them they, or anything. You just start um, bringing them along too. I mean, that's they part of do. the that, Yeah. Yep. That yeah. is part of the fun. They one just, of my, yeah. One right. of my kids still goes to, yeah, as at the eighth grader, he's gone every year on the road somewhere different. Now my freshman doesn't like to do that. Right. Next year when he's in high school, won't be able to do it because he'll be playing. But yeah, it is yeah, fun. It is fun. Yes. I mean, I've had many great trips with Drew, just throwing him on the bus or on the yep. plane. And yeah. Um, what, what do you think the hardest skill to teach is? I think the hardest skill to teach is probably footwork. I think um, it is too. I think screening and te- footwork. I think those yeah. two, teaching the screen well and how to read it is mm-hmm. really hard at the high school level. I think yep. footwork is too, because we don't have the time that you do. Right, um, we get we get more time to do that, and then especially when we're getting chances, we do the footwork stuff is getting taught a lot in those three and four man groups. Right, you know, right. We're just doing box drills and anything, you know, that's who we're going footwork. So, is there one coaching moment over your like thirty years that we could dive into that someone could learn something, from? a success, um, a failure, something we could dive into, deep, sure. dig deep into it? I, 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 here, so here it is. It's, um. It's a, a good-bad moment, or a bad-good moment. Okay. Um, the year after we won the state title, our, the guy that was going to be the MVP of our league tears his ACL in the last football game. Um, we still have two starters from that team. Our guy that was going to be the starting point guard, academics took him out. So we go into the first day of practice, we're down two starters. And the one kid that tore his ACL was the leader. So now they're the like leadership. He's done. Like ACL yeah. is done. Like you're done. done. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's a huge void. We're bringing up sophomores that really shouldn't be playing varsity, but we're like, uh, you're the next best guy. Right. And so it gets to be 
Christmas. We're four and three. We co-op football with Scales Mound, Illinois. Okay. And so it's the day before we play Scales Mound. We finally put like three good practices in a row together. And I'm starting to feel like, all right, you know, we're getting. And we have an hour of the worst practice. It was <laughs> brutal. And I just threw before we even did any scouting. I'm like, just go home. I'm done with you. We're, whatever. And so the next day, when we get to Scales Mile, I don't teach, right? So I don't get a chance to talk to these guys. Well, plus it was over Christmas. Break, Which makes anyway. it harder. That, that's definitely harder for a high school coach to yeah. not. Like, I'm, I agree. I told my wife today, I'm like 53. I told her, I said, I'm not ready to retire because I'm really missing my guys. Yeah. I'm missing yes. my class. I'm missing Absolutely. my guys. Yeah. Like, it's just I'm not the same. Yeah. Yeah. I'm missing just, I text our guys, everybody. There's a, like, I text them all the time. We're staying in touch, but it's just not the same. It's not the same. So we get to the, we get to the game. And I'm like, okay, everybody in the locker room wants the JV game start. It's, it, we were fighting and for the soul of our team because we had the wrong guys leading. I sat them all down and I went through each kid, told them what I thought. Good, bad, or, you know, some of it was good. So, and, but our best player, I remember I said, Matt, you, can, you don't get to have a bad practice. You don't get to have a bad, I'm sorry. You don't get to have a bad practice. So you can't practice like you did last night. All last night's your fault. It really wasn't all his fault. I, I laid it on him. And because I knew we could take it. Right. And, and, and that's a very valuable lesson for people, for the young coaches listening. You got to read your personnel. Mm-hmm. Like I know the kids I can go after. That's where I'm missing my guys right now. Cause this is where I build that. Like, I know I can go after yes. X, but I can't go after Y. And if I say three words to, to Z, I'll lose them for a week. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that's, and I'm yeah. not learning that. I'm not learning those little strings I got to pull right now that I'm going to need in November, February. That's the hard part. Yes. And when, and it go, and going back to those, those small group workouts that we do. You're is, learning them. Oh man. And, and it's yeah. still, cause, cause we're not trying to win Saturday. Yeah. It's much more relaxed. We can, they're still working hard. Don't get me wrong. Right. But you're, you're, you're building, you're building yeah. a rapport. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's, there's more time to, you know, they get to poke fun at coach or whatever right. and, and right. vice versa. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, we go through each kid and I tell them and, and the two kids that were being the wrong guys leading, I didn't, I didn't lay into him. I said to one kid, I'm like, do you think you practice hard every day? He looked at me stunned sometimes. I said, do you think that's enough? I don't even know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. You don't, you don't have any idea how to do what we're trying to do. And we left it at that. We went up and, and we played our young guys. We played four sophomores and our junior was our best player. And those two seniors played a little bit and I couldn't have wrote a script any better. We got down 21 to six and I made a, a adjustment of who was guarding whom. And then we started pressing them. We ended up winning by 11 and these young guys did it all. And it's probably, and they, were, ex- and they, and they were on, they were on the ship at that point. Yeah. Like you had them. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. it's probably as elated. Ah, that's an exaggeration. It was as elated, just regular season, nondescript win as I've ever been around, except for those two guys in the corner who just realized we aren't that important. Right. And the funny part is one of them bought in, the other didn't. And by the end of the year, we were playing in the regional final and he was sitting in the, the one that bought in was sitting in the corner. Hey coach, hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like, I would ask pretty, 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 please go and leave a review. We really do appreciate those. I could, I guess I could go pretty, 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 please go join teachups.com become a better basketball coach resources. Um, like I've said in previous ones, you know, you, you go spend, uh, you know, half 500 bucks on a, on a clinic or you go buy a video or do something like that. 
you could go spend just twenty nine ninety nine and have <laughs> thousands of videos and thousands of things on there um, to make you a better basketball coach. So go over and check it out. Um, two other things: if you want to check us our YouTube channel, Teach Hoops, just type that in two separate words. Uh, one of my oh, and our Amazon link down below. Click on that anytime you purchase. If you bookmark it, you won't even notice it's there, but uh, we get a small little commission. And it does help us pay for the hosting fees and stuff. All right, let's head back to the podcast. Uh, nervous as a cat before the regional final. And I'm like, I win. Right. You know? I won this round. Right. And it, we, we, I remember coming home to my wife and just being so excited that we, we won the soul of our team tonight. Right. We battled for their soul. And, that, and that's what, I mean, it's such, it's, especially with teenage boys, it's so mm-hmm. psychological. It really is. It, yeah. It's like... Oh, I just so miss that. Um, yeah. If you could change one thing about basketball, what would you change? No, you're going to think this is silly. If you crotch a shot, it should be a turnover. It should not be a held ball. If I could be king for a day, that's the rule I change. Oh, you're talking about the one that gets stuck between the rim and the backboard? Yep. That should not be a jump ball. That should, should not be a jump ball. ball. It's a turnover. Yeah, exactly. That. that should be a turnover. If I could okay, be king so for you a and day, I both have you and I both have our things. I'm trying to get rid of the jump ball. But because the officials are horrible, oh, oh my god! Because they make it once a game, maybe twice a game if there's an overtime. Why do double overtime games? Why are they doing that? Give the visiting team the ball. Let's go. I can live with that. Alternating with possession. That. It's an archaic part of the game. Yeah. Why are we making these officials that are accountants during the day throw <laughs> the ball up once? They throw it up six times in a year, maybe. Yeah, because they're, yeah, they're taking turns doing it. Right. And the, yeah. and the thing, and the problem is they don't know. They might do your game and then come to our game. <laughs> the kid, it's a little different as far yeah. as, you know, Benton and Memorial, as far as how, the, the, yeah. you know, you got two six seven guys jumping. Yeah, and then they they're go just, do the college game the next day with the six eight six nine. Right. From they just are yeah. horrible at that toss. Yeah. Like, so, and then I tell my guys, I said, they, well, they go, why do you care? I go, well, when I played, every ball was a jump. Oh, ball. yeah. What are you talking about? I go. Well, there's a loose ball. It was a jump ball. They go, what? I go, that's why they had the circle. Yeah, that doesn't exist anymore. No, they don't, they don't get that. Yeah. All right, I'm going to do rapid fire here because I want to okay. get you off, Coach. So here's what rapid fire is. I give you a question, and it's usually one or one or two-word answer. Okay. What is your I'm not favorite, good at those one or two answers. What is, your favorite, what is your favorite brand of basketball? I mean, the type that you play with in a game, the circular brand of basketball. Sure. Um, it's be the the – Spalding TF one thousand or whatever. Okay, is called. that what your NAIA uses? It is. Yep. Okay. It is. That's um, what we used at Benton. That's what I love. I love the feel of that. Yeah. Um, one word to describe your ideal player. Smooth. Okay. One sporting event that you could go to. Oh man, rapid fire! Because I've been to a lot of really good ones. Anything in the world, you can go to any sporting event yeah. in the world. An Olympic basketball final. Ooh, that'd be good. I took my son to the Final Four in Minneapolis. That was pretty special. Yeah, I, we went to uh, 14 and 15. I took both my wife and I took our two older boys yeah. uh, when Wisconsin played. And, and, uh, it I've was been, pretty I've, cool seeing Tony yes. win it in yes. Minneapolis. And awesome. Yeah, that it, would be awesome. It was um, uh, one thing you look for in a recruit. Um, first thing we're going to notice how hard you I tell I tell the guys, I said, the only way you can stand out at these things is you have to, you have to stand out on effort. Mm-hmm. in rockford on a tuesday yep. like you better be if you're diving for every ball and you're they're gonna at least look at you they might not recruit yep. you but they're gonna like who's that kid like, exactly and we're gonna watch you a little more and find out if you can play and and, and if you talk if you talk and if, and if you talk i love that I, um, i've spent time i sorry i go ahead. i've gone to spoke at camps and i said if you're six one or short I can swing a jump rope at any gym in Wisconsin and hit three guys just like. And that's what I told my son. I so so my my son. I said 
the only way he didn't play he didn't play summer basketball for two last two years of his high school career. I said the only way you're going to play for me is you got to get good at something. Like mm-hmm. you fair. need to be exceptional, and he's got legitimate NBA range if he's open. I said now you can play because yeah. you're a coach's kid. You'll be in the right position. Yeah, I'm not worried about that kind of stuff. I love recruiting coaches, kid, because and, and, and they're and leaders he, too. He, he understood his role. Sometimes he started. Sometimes he didn't start. You know, whatever. I mean, it's like he has no false sense. If he can go to Middlebury and be on the team, he'll be happy. He'll work. He'll be a good leader. I told yeah, the coach, I said, him. if he makes your team, by the time he's a senior, you'll love the kid. He may never be a player for you, but you'll love him because he's coach's kid. Yeah. Like, he has no false sense of who he is. Um, anyway, um, favorite pregame meal? Um, Panchero. Ooh, that's a good one. For, for me, not for the players. <laughs> one skill not being taught. Almost shooting. It's almost overtaught. But I, I don't think they, it's shooting. I think it's a type of game shots, too. I'm a big Dr. Dish guy, but just getting on the dish isn't enough. It's right. how you shoot on those. Well, that goes back to footwork, too, Steve, because we always talk about, um, I, I, you know, all this form stuff. I'll go knock down 80% of my free throws, but it's where my feet are. It's not, it's, that's not the shot you're shooting in the game. Your right. feet determine so much. And that's what I, Drew and I were working on. I said, sometimes you got to be a hopper. Sometimes you got to be yeah. a stepper. Sometimes yeah. you got to be like, you can't be one. I know you can make 80% of these if you hop every time, but sometimes they're going to crouch you. So now yeah. what are you going to do? Now you got to yeah. be a step. Like uh, all this kind of, yeah, they don't, they don't th- that conceptual thing is, um, it's hard. Um, one thing you do to relax. Honestly, uh, j- just kind of lay down and nap. I mean, I, I always joke you, about having a game day nap. You know who does that? Coach K. He does. He does yeah. it, but he's done it for all 800. He always goes home and takes a nap and, and it's in one of his books. I don't remember which book yeah. it was I read. And the reason he does it, he goes, I take the nap before the game because when are you the sharpest during the day? Yeah. Right when you wake up, the morning tends to be the best part of your day and the sharpest part of your day. So he goes, I always take a nap before a game because then I feel like I'm my sharpest to yeah, go coach that makes the game. Sense. We, we've um, got a- We've got a uh, couch in our locker room that I'll sneak down in sometimes <laughs> during the game day and sneak one in. One superstition. I tie my shoes when I'm nervous. Do you stand um, the whole game? Me, uh, crouch. Um, best basketball player of all time you've seen in person. That I've seen in person. In person. Larry Bird. Oh, you saw Larry. Yes. Were you a Celtics or a Laker? I'm a Celtics fan. Okay. I, I, I interviewed a, a coach from Ireland. Obviously, he was a Celtics fan. Yeah. But I was him and I had like a five-minute conversation about like in the 80s, you were you, there was no yep. middle. You yeah, were either absolutely. Lakers or Celtics. There was Still no have. there was no in between. Like no. you could you couldn't be a Laker fan and a Celtics fan. It was like yeah. people don't understand that that rivalry. Um, best player of all time. Well, it's Jordan. I think, I think LeBron's close, but it's Jordan. I, you know why it's Jordan? And it was in one of the specials. He never lost a final. You know, LeBron's other guys have lost finals. He's never, he was in every final he was in. He, um, I, I think Bill Russell is probably the most unappreciated because he never lost a game where it was win or go home or, you know, right. Win advance, lose, go home. Yeah. In his life, he never did, lost a game. That's insane. College. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, one thing that helped you become a better coach? Uh, honestly, my wife. And she's got a background in, in, uh, Social work. You probably watch more film than like coaching films because of your business than any yep. human being. <laughs> and, and because I ran the WBCA coaches clinic for 20 years, saw more clinicians than. You know, I, you know what I it. tell young coaches too? I said those clinics are great, but I have learned more from clinicians that are high school coaches than from yeah. hearing Bob Huggins' stories. They're funny and they're <laughs> yeah. great. But you're not going to learn what's going to help you on a Agreed. day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, I remember watching Dana Kirk. So that's – I was young. 
talking about, I was coaching junior high and he was talking about, I'm going to throw it to my 6'10 guy here and he's going to throw it to his 6'10 right. guy there. I left, you know, we I could stack my guys up and couldn't right. get two 6'10 If you guys. want to go to Vegas and go to the clinic, great, but you're yeah. really not going for the clinic. You're going yeah. to have some fun in Vegas. You know, the clinic's good. You'll get a couple golden yeah. nuggets I refer to, but you'll walk out of there with three things that you could have, you know, best game you've seen in person. This is going to be crazy because nobody's going to know it. The best game I've ever been to in person was a high school game in Indiana in like 1989 between uh, West Vigo, which is Terre Haute West, and Terre Haute South. It's in, it was in the Indiana. It was like the second round of their tournament, you know? So it's our regional semifinal. Right. And there were 11,000 people in the Holman Center, which is where Indiana State plays. Wow. And it was, it was one on a free throw with no time on the clock. It was crazy. It's it's been 20 plus years. I take my triple overtime uh, state championship in 2011. Game. That was 2011. Was uh, I, I watched that? That was the Brendan Ortiz one. Yep. And uh, the the kid called the timeout and didn't have it, and oh. it was just it was one of those weird games. Um, favorite quote: um, "Nothing great has ever been a comp- achieved without enthusiasm." Ralph Waldo Emerson. Oh, I love that. So that goes back to our practice thing. You better have enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. Um, I use that a lot. Oh, I bet. One word to describe your coaching style. Calm. Okay. Best basketball coach of all time. Popovich. I like pop too. Uh, One book you would recommend. Three on your list. Yeah. The one, I don't even know, put this on the list. My favorite book of all time is a book called A Hope in the Unseen by Ron Suskind. And I don't know if that was on the list. It wasn't. Um, It's about a, a... an inner city, I want to say Baltimore, high school student who had great grades, got into Brown, but wasn't prepared uh, emotionally or even academically. And it was, it, it was, it's phenomenal. Um, otherwise, a basketball book. What's the name uh, of that book? I, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, a Hope in the Unseen. And the author is Ron Sus. And if it was a basketball book, I'd say Stuff Good Players Should Know by Dick DeVinci. Everybody should read that book. Yeah. Dick was, Dick's an underappreciated mm-hmm. genius of this game, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. One thing you would tell a young coach. Enjoy winning because as a young coach for me personally, I got less joy from winning than I the pain of losing. I it think became, that's a great bit of advice. I had friends telling me when we were in our stretch, he said, it, take, take snapshots of this, Steve, because you're mm-hmm. going to remember this when you're older. You know, it's true. It's sometimes you, yep. you don't see it because it's happening at the time. I think that's a great thing. All right, last last question yep. is, if you could give one bit of advice to somebody listening, what would that advice be? Um, you know, I always love the, the, the quote. I don't know where it comes from, but it's dance like nobody's watching, sing like nobody's listening, and live every day like, or love every day like it's your last. Um, so that would be it. We, we have paraphrased that into basketball from time to time where I tell them, shoot like you've never missed, defend like you've never been beaten, and play every possession like it's the one that could win the game. I love that. And so, so I think it goes, that can go to athletics, or, and I, I've just always liked that. And, although and I, I think everything we're going through in this world right now, it's like enjoy the moment. Yeah. Enjoy the moments with your family. It's hard, trust yeah. me. It's, yeah, uh, we our, our four quarters, and I, I'm sorry, I know you're probably, we've been on almost two hours, but it's no, all right. really enjoying You, you it. haven't broken the record. The record's like okay. 2.30, so you're good. Okay. <laughs> uh, our, our four core values, and, and part of it is what you just talked about, our four core values are, are joy, compassion, or uh, passion and compassion and awareness. Those are our core values, that stuff we talk about a lot, that 
you know, there's got to be joy in this. Uh, right. We, I used to say fun. Fun is fleeting. Joy is fun. Right. Um, joy is the, the seeing the birth of your child. Joy yes. is, yes, yes. And, and like in basketball, like not this year, but last year, we, we got beat by the number one ranked team in the country on the road in the conference tournament semifinals by two. And we had two shots at the end of win. And we went in the locker room and I was, there were no tears. I laid it on the line and we got beat. Right. There was hugs. There was joy. There was right. hugs. Let's get some pizza. Let's go. That to me is. Like, and, and I'm not sure in your younger days, that would have been the stretch for you. Exactly. No, absolutely. Absolutely yeah. correct. It would have been for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's been times. Yeah. Early in your career. I think you, I, I love that. It's just, it, it, yeah. You got to enjoy the wins. Yeah. Don't take the losses so hard. Cause there's going to be you know, just as many. Yeah. My if brother could, gave me some advice. He goes, cause I, I don't remember which state title we had lost one in, he goes, if you're only going to be happy when you win it all, Steve, you're not going to be very happy yeah. very often. Yeah, and even though you've won it like three or four times, you're right. still not. Yeah, yeah. He goes, enjoy the enjoy the ride. Like exactly, and, and that was like early, and then it's like you know, and then I think God's put it. God says, no one cares you lose, Steve. So just know that. So yeah. God always puts it in perspective. <laughs> well, you know the old the old saying. No one's going to feel sorry for you losing. I think exactly. Was it, right. He yeah. used a few choice words because that's yeah. God. But, <laughs> yeah. The, the old saying, the journey is the reward. Right. For us this year, that was so true, because for Clark, we had never made the national tournament in our history, and at right. the start of the year, that was our goal, because right. we had the you know and and we made it. Yeah. And we finished second in our conference, and we made it. And we got our guys together after the tournament got canceled. I'm like, guys, you accomplished your goal. We just didn't get to play. We made the national tournament. We, we, our name was announced. And that's all the that, yes. Yes. So enjoy that journey. Right. Because we were, the season was going to end with a loss. We weren't going to win the national tournament. It's a great life lesson is enjoy yeah. the journey because it's like parenting. It's like, oh, I got a kid leaving the house. It seems like he was born yesterday. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, where'd all the time go? So, well, thank you very much, Coach. I appreciate no problem, you coming Steve. on. Hey, Coach, hope you enjoyed that. Um, I would ask that you stop the car right now. You pull your credit card out and go and join teachings.com for coaches who want to get better because what you're saying to yourself is, I want to get coaching from Coach Collins. I want to become a better basketball coach. I want to take it to the next level. Um, and let me help you do that. Also, make sure you subscribe and like, leave a review. Those are important. Um, you know, they, they allow us to get the word out about Coach Unplugged and High School Hoops. And also, if you're thinking about doing any shopping, click down below the Amazon link. Um, those, you know, every time you go shopping, we'll get a small little affiliate uh, kickback, and it helps us with our hosting fees. All right. Talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.